This is Three Beers In, Middle-Aged Dads Rambling About What Middle-Aged Dads Ramble About with Big John, The Voice, Double B, The Pope, Calendar Mike, and Huck. And now, here they are, Three Beers In. Hello, America, and our thousands of fans, hundreds of thousands of fans. We're out there. Spring has sprung. We are here in the QC live from the cast studios at 15th. Live from the tap room. Oh, that's right. Well, the tap room in the cast studios. Thank you, JK. I appreciate that. That's right. So we are working uh, working overtime today. We got a good show today. Uh, we're going to go left to right around the video dial. So to my left, Calendar Mike. Here and present. Double B, good to see you. COVID free, present. The voice, Johnny. Back at it again. And to my right, the Pope. Had my second COVID shot. I'm still standing. There we go. We're gonna talk about that too. Yeah, I think we're all we're all we're all getting there, which is good. Oh, we got so if I pass out, you'll know what's up. All right. Well, I'm not giving you mouth to mouth, that's for sure. I don't want any of that. I just want you to know what's happening. (laughs) We got a cooler full of beer, and as always, Jeeves the bartender working hard in the background. Love you. So Without further ado, all right, so we we do this, I don't know what, once every four or five weeks we get our yeah. schedules together, so we're in early spring now, Daylight Savings is upon us, so I'm going to turn it over to uh, my favorite segment, sponsored by my nephews, Corey and Cameron, Today in History with Calendar Mike. Why, thank you. Uh, well, we've got a musician in the crowd, so I brought this one up. Today is National Trombone Player Day. And one of our Brit Byrne particular was a very good musician back in the middle school days oh. during the Nixon administration. Oh. On the trombone? Oh. On the trombone? <laughs> no. So in honor of Brit Byrne, we're celebrating National Trombone Player Day today. No, no, no. Are you in the band? No, 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 no. I had a... I'll just say, if you play trombone, you got me yeah. Yeah. You, you, you just went down a scale with me. <laughs> I, I, no. I, I tell you what, I never played the trombone. I, in middle school, I played the guitar. I knew you were a musician back then. I, I, I had a little, had a little. Yes, I played a little music. And uh, uh, prior to that, in elementary school, I had one very, very difficult year where I played the violin. Oh, nice. <laughs> I did. Sophisticated. We knew that about you. Difficult in that it was hard to play, or it, people hard, were making fun of it. Hard, hard to ride. <laughs> the latter. Hard, hard to ride the bus. <laughs> With your black, with, your, with your green velvet line violin case avocado that you colored? Yeah, no, it was it was an it was olive green, and you, no, you wanted it to be a guitar in the worst way, but it wasn't <laughs> because every time you open the case, it was still a violin. Well, you know, as the Pope would tell us, uh, uh, and I would tend to agree, playing the violin today is is actually cool. Yeah, it is. Right? If you call it a fiddle, if you call it a fiddle now, if yeah. it's a fiddle. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And Charlie stand Daniels up bass, band. What if you had to carry a stand-up bass on the bus? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that would be a problem. Yeah. Can you move? I need to sit here with my bass. Right. That's with my bass. Yeah. Well, in fourth grade, even a cello is big, right? I mean, a cello is like you know, it's bigger than you are. So. Uh, but yes, I did. Uh, had a, had a very brief stint, and back then, when you played, you also had to sing. So there wasn't an option of just playing a song. You had to sing the song while you were playing it, and it was brutal, or so I was told. What a mental picture! Brit singing, playing the violin. There you no, go. No, play, play the guitar, man. <laughs> I, I've had to sing one time live. 
this is at a Hounds game. Remember, we used to do the Hounds when yeah. we had the Hounds. Yes. And literally, Woody, remember Woody? He was a oh, yeah. guy. Yep. He came up to the booth and he literally, between quarters, said, put the microphone, I mean, pulled the microphone away from me. He grabbed one and he said, we're singing God Bless America right now. And he, spro- he started. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and he's from Canada. And the whole crowd turned around to look at us, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> and Woody's Woody's from Canada. Yeah, and he's, he's Canadian. Canadian. Yeah, he was terrible. <laughs> he is. He's Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Woody, if you're out there. <laughs> so National Trombone Player Day. It is also going with the food theme every month. It's National Sourdough Bread Day. Ooh, and again, we're not celebrating. Sour, huh? I see an empty table in front of us. No it is sourdough. no sourdough. Love sourdough. It's National One Cent Day, the day to celebrate the penny. And? And and it's also, and this is kind of a bit of a, uh, is dichotomy the word? So today is, if you're Catholic, it's Holy Thursday. Some Protestants, it's Monday, Thursday. If you're Jewish, it's Passover. It's also National Atheist Day, which I thought kind of odd. Well, they did that purposely. And maybe so, maybe so, I I don't know. But it is National Atheist Day. But is it not? Fitting for this podcast that it's also April Fool's Day. We'll get to that. Hang oh, on a sorry. second. First, I want to jump. I first want to test your knowledge. On this date, um, well, first the Air Force Academy was created, so it's National Air Force Day also. And that was in 1954. I didn't realize the Air Force recent. Academy was that. Was very in, recent. Very yeah. new. Very modern. And it didn't open until years later. Today was just yeah. the date that the Act of Congress established it. And who knows when it opened? Probably a few years later. Yeah. It's a very modern-looking campus. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought yeah. there was that Imagine new. being the first pilot. Like, well, I'm going to do what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Go on, no, hell no. <laughs> you want me to go where and do what? No. No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, on this date, let me test your knowledge. Apple Computer formed. What year do you think that was? Seventy-seven. Seventy-four. Seventy-four. The Pope knows his stuff. Seventy-six. I go. didn't realize Apple was bicentennial year. I would have guessed in the eighties. See, I was going back to his, you know, original. I mean, mm-hmm. sitting in his garage. Yeah, that's yeah, it was. Yeah. That was Wozniak. That was it. Was, yeah, Wozniak, Wozniak yeah. and Jobs. Yeah, or Jobs. I guess. Jobs, um, yeah. And then the other last one here. On this day, Gmail f- was started. Wow. What year do you think Gmail started? Again, this is longer than I thought. Last Thursday. <laughs> now, I got in earlier than that. I'm going to say 82. No, that, not that. No, no, I'm I'm say 90s, not, 94. I, I say 96. No, it was 04. Oh, Whoa. four. Yeah, I've, I thought it was actually more recent than that because I didn't well, have a Gmail account. Was it, probably was it AOL, like the first one? Like, you've got mail. Yeah. AOL. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I did. Yeah, I went way too far. But back. that was yeah. just, that yeah. was like AOL Messenger. That wasn't really email, though, was it? Right. It was like email. Well, I guess it made, it my made, first a, it made a noise on your computer when it my came out. My first up. email was on the mainframe. When I got it at work, it was a mainframe email system. And this was like in 89, I'm guessing, 89, 90. Did you guys have personal computers in college? No, 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 no. It wasn't invented when I was in college. If you count a Commodore 64 as a yeah, person. Right. That, yeah, was, right. that was yeah. one of the yeah. early ones, yeah. Yeah. I didn't have one in graduate school either, which was a little TV. bit of a disadvantage in graduate school. Yeah, yeah, hooked up to my TV, and then when I was done doing my homework, I'd switch it over and watch The Tonight Show. That <laughs> <laughs> was my monitor. It was all in one. See, now smart TVs do that. <laughs> a little switchback. <laughs> but, of course, we can't let today go by without realizing it is April Fool's Day. And I'm going to have to admit, I was once fooled in an April Fool's. Back in college, we back when I was in college at NC State, they uh they didn't have enough dorm space for everybody, so they they, like a hotel, right? they bought a hotel across the street from the campus. It opened up my freshman year. It was its first year as the uh, dorm, and uh, they had all kinds of problems with it. Being a 
former hotel. They put three people in a room and all that. And so there was constant problems, not enough hot water because so many people were in the, this dorm room and in this dorm. And, uh, but anyways, there was constant stories in the student newspaper about problems with this dorm. Well, April 1st, you pick up your student newspaper. I don't know if they do that anymore. They probably get it on their phone or something. But back in those days, we picked up a paper copy. And there on the front page is a photograph of a giant crane in the middle of rubble with the headlines, University Demolishes North Hall. And I believed it. I went through the whole day. Were you thinking, in your dorm room? I didn't live in that dorm. But I didn't live in that dorm. I was in the window. It was. I think I pictured you waking up like that. No, I was. I lived on the other side of campus. I didn't live near this dorm. But I got the newspaper and saw this picture of the crane in the rubble and the heading that University demolishes North Hall. And with all the troubles they had with it, I believed it. I went through the day thinking that the university had demolished the dormitory that day. I was caught. I got fooled. Always a good idea not to repeat those stories on that day so everybody looks at you like, dude, you didn't realize that was just April Fool. Well, did you guys get April Fool today? No. 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 I sent every one of you two texts, and they were April Fools, and some of you fell for it. There's no such thing as a Budweiser seltzer pizza flavor. Right. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, I, I, got me. I got you on that one. Yes, you did. <laughs> yeah. That I was an April the Fool. damn store. No, that I'm was an like, April Fool. Here we go. I know, I but we knew he had my craft beer again. <laughs> but we knew Jeez, he hadn't I, bought it. We knew Jeez, he hadn't bought it. If it existed, I would have brought it in for you. But April Fool's was that Budweiser put out a seltzer in pizza flavor, including anchovy. You got me. And yeah. uh, the other one is no, New Jersey and Delaware didn't combine. Oh, to I think you're just trying to be funny. <laughs> no, that was an April Fool's. I liked it, though. New Delaware was a good idea for a state. Yes. You, you missed the fun. most important thing. It's opening day. Real, sports, real day. sports starts today. Baseball. It does. You're Everything, right. all the fluff's over. It's right, the real stuff. <laughs> Round of applause for the peanut gallery. We yes. love it. Yeah, except the birds got postponed yeah. in Boston. I know. Because, because of COVID? COVID? No, it rained. Well, that just means, I mean, that just means they can stay in first place another day. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> last place. That's right. That's right. A real sport that doesn't um, get played in the rain. But there anyways, that's what's happened on this date over well, the years. Good deal. Good nice. deal. Well, I was watching TV this week and kind of changing gears. And, and it kind of made me think, you know, we have ideas for the show. And we, we, we kind of commiserate, you know, over a couple pops at your, somebody's house or whatever. I'm watching TV to have, you know, these, these, these old shows are doing these like what do you call read-ins or something where the cast of an old show? Oh yeah, will will you know? They had one for the Fonz, uh, right. Happy Days, the exactly. Other day. yeah. And somehow, Dawn Wells's name came up, who just recently passed away, mm. and she obviously was uh, Mary Ann on yeah. Gilligan's Island, and Tina Louise is the last surviving cast member of that show. So of course, my warp mind goes right to. <laughs> Ginger or Marianne. Marianne. <laughs> and I throw, I'll be throwing one out there. I don't think she's going to get any votes, but I'll throw Lovey into the mix. Lovey had coin. Lovey had some coin. This is how. And yeah. she did. I, I always thought Ginger Not was a bit high maintenance. Who brings that many formal gowns for a three-hour tour? Oh, I love Ginger. You know, that's I'm high maintenance. You carry that Mary Ginger? Marianne. Oh, totally Ginger. Uh, no. Any Gingers? I, I'm, I am a Ginger. Ginger was a... <laughs> well, I'm not voting for you. Ginger was... A, yeah, thank you. Ginger was a stretch. Goal. Marianne was a safety school. There you go. Nice. Marianne. Well said. And what was well Lovey? Said. What Marianne. was Lovey then? <laughs> Lovey was a grandma. She was married to Mr. Magoo. <laughs> That's she was. True. She, she was. was. Marianne was the hidden gem on the island, man. 
That's right. I'm, I, I'm a Marianne fan oh, because yeah. Me too. he brings coconut cream pie to the party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, absolutely. Ginger does not. Ginger can't cook. Right. No. no. Exactly. She can't crack a coconut. So I was, I was sitting here thinking about, you know, what other, you know, really philosophical questions do we need to solve today? <laughs> right. <laughs> Ginger, Marianne, or Lovey. Yeah. Well, you know, you could go, you could start real easy, like, you know, dogs or cats. I think, uh, do, are we all dogs in this room? Oh, yeah. Hands up, hands up. Yeah, we're all dogs. I've never had a dog in my life. Never. Really? I've never had a dog. You're not a cat lover. I, we had a cat. I had a cat. All right, I won't hold that against he, you. He didn't, he didn't happen to love it, but he did have it. <laughs> so, I, no, I think that makes you a dog guy. Me. I don't trust cats. Oh, really? I, no, I do not trust uh, again, cats. Again, kind of along the lines of Marianne or Ginger, cats are low maintenance. I'm highly into low maintenance, by the way. So that's why Ginger, too high maintenance. Dogs, too high maintenance. That litter pan is not low maintenance. No. Ugh. Outdoor cat? Don't need one. Oh, or, no. the whole outdoors is just one big toilet to them. As long as you live near Brit. <laughs> cat, you never know, though. He bears it. You don't know it. So, uh, no, so no I, dogs? I'm allergic to cats. I can't stand Even old girlfriends? No, old, no dogs? Even <laughs> count old girlfriends? <laughs> no, no dogs. No dogs. I'm a dog. I love dogs. Yeah, I'm me too. Yeah, dogs. Totally. Yeah. Totally. yeah. I love cats. Cats will scratch your eyes and cheeks and norms and shit. Cats, cats don't give a shit about you. I got a question for the, for this crowd because I don't I think I know the answer to this. Are we city or country in here? City. Everybody's city, right? Oh yeah. 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 But do you identify at all with the country? I mean would you ever move out and get no. some which, land? Which country? No. No, oh, country. You know uh, what I mean? Like living in the living yeah, in the country. Right, 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 right. I kinda lived I, no, I lived in some rural areas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my folks when I, I grew up in Bethesda, which is, you know, pretty much the city, but when we when I went to college, my folks built a house outside of Annapolis on about, you know, four acres and it was it was pretty rural. A very rural area and um you, you know, I enjoyed, I enjoyed that mailbox, bro. Yeah, I mean, it was it was rural by city standards. Let's okay. put it that way. But uh, yeah, would I mean, you I'm, ever I'm pretty want much to city. live in the country? Not really. Yeah, no. No. I wouldn't see no. you guys as much. No, no. The idea of having to spend 20 minutes in the car to do anything is just nah. Right. Nah. Could I you live at the lake? Right now, oh yeah, oh yeah. And commute in if you had to commute in every no. day. No, not no. commute. I, I just no. did it. No, not I could not I, do I, that. Live yeah. at the lake. I'd have to do everything at the lake. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to live at the lake and stay there. Yeah. Like right now during COVID, work out of your house sure. at the lake. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Sign me up. Yeah, not a lake guy. No, not well, a lake. Uh, water Don't anything. Lake. It's fine. Coke versus Pepsi. Coke. You know, there's a huge. I mean, I know Pepsi's born here in the Carolinas, right? Too but sweet. Too sweet. Newburn. Yeah, Newburn. Right. Yeah, but. You know, Coke, people who like Coke are, like, diehard. Yeah. Like, you bring Pepsi. Like, if you order a Coke at a, at a restaurant and they go, well, we got Pepsi, it's like, no, water. Yeah. yeah. They will not drink <laughs> yeah. Pepsi. That's me. That's me. Really? I, no. My only substitute is cheer wine. I'll throw cheer wine oh, in there. I love cheer wine. Now, that's yeah. not sweet at all, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cheer. But it's cherry, though. This is true. This is true. Cherry. You it's like no both, fruit. though, don't I you? I like both. I like Pepsi. I, I like a Pepsi in the morning. And a Coke, pretty much. Coke is sort of peppery. I describe it as peppery. Okay. And Pepsi is a little sweeter, but uh, I think I like I like I like both. I mean, I, I do not discriminate between the two. There's I can the taste old, a difference. Uh, like if somebody like I order a Coke and 
And I refer to a soda as a Coke. Right. Like, when you were in Minnesota, like... We called it Pop. Pop. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. a Great Lakes thing. But that yeah. was a Pop, right? Yeah. That's no. my grandfather. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Pop is your yeah. grandfather. You know, yeah. But you've heard that before, people yeah. call it Pop. Yeah. That's right. all it but, was. Like, if I have a restaurant or a restaurant, I have a Coke, they go, we got Pepsi. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't know the difference. Yeah. yeah. Pop. Yeah, my first job out of college, I worked with a guy who was from Chicago, and he said, hey, you want to go get a Pop? I'm like, what the hell is a Pop? <laughs> that's the Great Lakes thing. It's a beer, right? Because some people do call to work. Yep. There's the old joke where someone orders a uh, Pepsi in the restaurant and the waiter replies, we have Coke. And they reply, I'll take a gram and a Pepsi. <laughs> Don't quit your day job. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get a bitch. <laughs> All right, this is an easy one, I think, for this crowd. Window or aisle seat on a plane? I got to see where I'm going. Give me aisle. the window. I want to know where I'm going. I got to have an aisle. I got to stretch aisle. my I got to have out. one leg stretching out. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm six foot two and I I need an aisle. Plus, I need a fast getaway if I need to. An exit row. <laughs> yeah. I got to get out of the plane. Not, aisle seat, you're guaranteed to get the uh, car, beverage cart in the knee. Well, guaranteed. yeah. So, so that's the one thing. I love the aisle because I like to stretch out, but it's always that, excuse me. And you're like, oh, excuse me. You know, it's that bumping, constant nah. bumping. Well, I, have, uh, I have twice poured coffee on uh, my fellow passengers on planes before. One getting in with my luggage, throwing it up, and I had nowhere to put it. My hands were full. I put it up in the top next to where I was putting my bag in. And it went and down? left it, and it spilled. <laughs> oh, wow. Also, people are like draining on it. Wow. And the second one, I put in the guy's seat next to me. And then he was coming in, bumping it, and it, it spilled on the seat. So the middle passenger had like a wet Passengers see John come, and they say, no, let me go sit next to the screaming yeah. two-year-old. That's better. I told him I fast. I'm like, I'm so sorry. See, I, I need to have an aisle seat because because it, no, no matter when I fly, the biggest guy, and I'm not a small guy for I those know. of you that don't know, the, the next biggest guy is sitting next to me. In the middle seat. I play a game oh. when I travel with like people I work with or my family, and I, when we're sitting there waiting to board, I say, that's the guy that's sitting next to me. <laughs> and I bet you 90% of the time I'm right. So I need to have something where I'm leaning out so I can have a little bit of shoulder room. I'm a reader. I read. Yeah, like, you know, on the aisle, like, you know, you see people coming down the aisle. Like, if you're sitting on the aisle seat, I'm like, no, 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 Yes. And then you see, like, a good-looking girl. Please, 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 please. No. I'm looking for big guys. I'm like, no, no, no. I see a smile care if it's male or a male or female. I'm like, if it's small, I'm like, yes. And while you're looking at people coming on the plane from the aisle, it's a lot easier because you just kind of have to lean in. If you're in the window seat, you're pulling yourself forward. Everybody's like, what's he looking at? You're like, well, I'm looking at who else is getting on the plane, right? <laughs> well, one of the main <laughs> reasons I like an aisle seat is because I'm usually having two or three beers in the airport before I get on the plane, right? Uh, and I'm such a shock to I me. love to drink and fly. I, I do. I, I do mean, you? Oh, shit, yeah. If I'm going on vacation, I'm like, ever yeah, since he got out of the Air Force. Is, it, <laughs> yeah, that's, is, that, is that an April Fool's joke? Huh? No, seriously. I mean, I, I, I mean, ask my wife. I'm like, I'm ordering beers on the plane until I get thrown off. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I, I got to... Get up and, you know, use the facilities. My, my worst travel experience, though, was sitting. I, I just sat down in my seat. The plane is still boarding. Same thing. You're kind of like, oh, please, not this guy, not this mm -hmm. guy. This guy comes on with a wife beater <laughs> shirt on, and he looked like he hadn't showered in days, and he hadn't. <laughs> he sits in the middle seat right next to me. There's nobody in the window. So he sits right down next to me, and I kid you not, I am just like going, Oh my God, I'm covering my face. I'm like, he smells so bad. The door shuts, and I'm like, literally, I look at him, I go, hey, you don't need, to, we can spread out. You don't need to sit next to me. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm fine right here. I'm like, no, you need to move now. I mean, it was bad. I like mean, your ass bad. one seat over. There yeah, you go. Move. Sorry. Well, so I'm the only one who likes the window. Wow. 
I, what do you like about a window? Just to be, want, able, be able to see. I want, want to see where, where I am. What, what elevation are you normally flying at, Mike? I mean, <laughs> well, I'm on it. You know, when you come in, <laughs> you take a drone? I mean, come on. Taking well, what are you landing what are you when you're flying at? over familiarity? <laughs> if it's over a familiar area, it's nice to be able to see, oh, there's that, see, that, see it from the air. Yeah. I don't know where I am if I'm in the eye. It's just so I'm in the air. You're over there and you're kind of, it's so, I'm a little claustrophobic, right? So I'm over there next to the window and I feel like, all right, this is a little tight. I just don't feel like I have a way out. And the window is not an option. Well, when they close that door, you don't have a way out. No, I know. (laughs) So. not a window. The, the best thing about a window is you can kind of lean over sometimes yeah. and kind of get your head in the window area there, a little pocket. My only concern is where's the flight attendant? At? One more right here. <laughs> 27, <laughs> 27 the other yeah, of the window. The guy drinking all the Miller lights isn't crawling over every 10 minutes to go to the bathroom. Yeah, right. That's a courtesy. I love, the, I love the way they go through the whole thing about putting a little bit of ice in the drink and everything. They go through this huge production. <laughs> more trouble than it's worth to give you a simple drink on an airplane. Well, it doesn't right? work that way now. Now yeah, they well, just hand you a plastic bag with a small water in it and a you know bag oh, of really? peanuts and I, say you can almost throw it at you really oh yeah well, well, that last time i flew over. they had the cart boarding over. and you grabbed it when you were boarding yeah. you grabbed something and you went in and that was it yeah well i used to order two at a time true story because by the time they got back to me i'm ready for my third <laughs> right <laughs> well i've never been to a bar with you that you yeah, didn't order I two do. Yeah. to start and I love that. It's all that great signature uh, <laughs> it's efficiency all this is efficiency i, I literally I, had, had waitresses go oh there's somebody else coming he goes no Two for me. <laughs> there was a buddy of mine that was like that. We go to the Oriole games. He'd order like three beers, get in between the innings. Yeah, hook shot. Hook shot. He's, he's dead now. <laughs> what what a shock. <laughs> Rest in peace, hook. Hook shot, ordered three at a time. Love it. Love for himself. It. For himself, of course. All right, here's here's a, here's one for this group. Little little boxers or briefs, or maybe some of you commando. I hope not. At least not today. Boxers. Boxers. Right, boxers. Yep. I'm, a, I'm a boxer brief guy. Boxer brief. Yeah. All oh, the combo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and not only that, I get mine with the top pouch instead of the side. All right, this is TMI. Pouch. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not yeah. sure where that's going. I, I, yeah. I got to admit, it changed my life, boys. It changed my life. Boxer well, briefs. I get my the boxer. At my age, I need, to, I need ease of access. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I got the boxer <laughs> briefs. Absolutely ease of access because you never know. I got the boxer briefs from your hometown, Duluth Trading Company, <laughs> buck naked. That's what they're called. They're called buck naked because yeah, that's what they feel like. Yeah, I've seen those cars. Awesome. They have they have these uh, these uh, cool these ones that they're cooling. Oh, let me tell you, that's George Costanza's battery or what? Buck naked. What's that? Does it come with a battery? No, you it's say the material. Cooling. That's oh, like God. they're so good. I don't even want to take them off when I sit on the bidet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I get like my go-to every morning. My wife just laughs at me. I get out of the shower, put my you know underwear on, and then flex. I'm like, honey, look at all this. <laughs> <laughs> She's chipper in the morning when I see her. And, and, and I can't tell you how fast she runs out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. She's like, uh, nah. <laughs> Anna, why are you at work early all day? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, She's right. getting her second cup of coffee before the first one's halfway done. <laughs> are, are we are we Ford or Chevy guys? Chevy baby, really? Chevy truck. I got it. I'm right up parked right out front. All right, Carolina's uh, I think pretty much Chevy country. I'll be honest with you. you think? I've been told oh, that yeah. from natives. Strazzy, what do you it's a I'm, country. Honestly, I'm a Ford guy, and I'll tell you why. Because again, we don't do politics. But yep. when the auto industry went under, you know, yep. when during the Obama administration. Ford was the only one that said, we don't want your money. We're yeah. going to do it on our own. Yeah. And yeah. the rest of those jack wagons were looking for a handout. Right. And the Ford company said, nope, 
Now so, wait a second, Strass. I've seen your I've seen your driveway. I haven't seen any Fords in it. This I've is seen before Honda, Chevy, right? <laughs> My Chevy Honda is a 2004. <laughs> prior to the auto industry tanking. That's right. That's right. All right. All right. That's it. See, I, I, I'll tell you a story. When I got my, I, I, I was, I never owned a Chevy till 2016, and you know, I worked downtown, worked for a bank, and you know, we have well. Pre-COVID, we always had the Speed Street downtown, right? Yeah. When the when, right, the, when right, the NASCAR yeah. race would yep, come into yep. town, right? The, yeah. So, and when when you're leaving, when that on that Thursday night or Friday night, and everybody's coming into town to partake in the festivities, it, pulling out of the parking garages, is it's a challenge because you got a constant flow of pedestrians. So I remember when I pulled out, I, I first driving my Chevy truck. I'm, it's this, you know, I got all the boys coming in town for the for the race, and I come up there and I'm trying to get a break to pull out and uh one of the one of the boys in suspender stops and says hey at least this guy drives a chevy let him out <laughs> worth every penny first class treatment <laughs> let, let, wow. let, let, at least let this, him in at least this guy drives a chevy let, you let, didn't let him do him. that for uh for your guy up in baltimore though did you went on crutches <laughs> no sorry man no we yeah. parked down there you came in a cab. <laughs> Yeah, but that's a polarizing question in this part of the country. It is. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you oh, yeah. get really staunch oh, yeah. uh, opinions about how that how that goes. You take a ride in the country, you get a hand wave from the Chevy. I mean, it's like you got to wave back. You're yeah. riding like when you're going into South Carolina or out of the city here. You, you'll get the hand waves as you ride by another Chevy truck. Well, mostly it's the trucks too, right? So it's not like you know guys aren't out there saying, "Hey, I got to buy a." <clears throat> Malibu instead of a Taurus. I mean, they're buying a Chevy. You know, you're either buying a Silverado or an F-150. Right. And right now, from what I understand, you can't get an F-150 because they ain't got any chips to put in them. Right. So they're not what? building yeah. F-150s. They're yeah, shutting yeah. down We're their all plants. The chips. For all the chips stuck in the Suez Canal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, Probably, Probably so. <laughs> Along with some of his buck-naked underwear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, plenty, plenty of stuff. <laughs> Minnesota. Who knows what's in all those containers, well, right? So, somebody's probably got a story about this. I, you know, it just it occurred to me about sort of the uh, along this same kind of line of thinking of, of that now versus then, right? And and, and the oh, difference yeah. between w- what we went through growing. I know we've covered a few of these along the way, but you know, you think of moms back. You know, when we grew up, it was like you know, you come home from school and she'd be like, "For me, grow up in Minnesota's get your skates." Put your hat on, get the hell out of here, but be home before dinner. Right. Just, like, leave. You know, I mean, she didn't care what you did, but you had to be home by 6 or 6.30. Today, the moms are like, where are you going? Wait, hold on. You're going to ride your bike? Are you going to wear your helmet? Let me see. You know what? Put the bike in the trunk. I'll drive you around the block. (laughs) I mean, moms today are like, oh, my God. I mean, I was riding my bike at 8, 9 years old over, like, four-lane highways. Yeah, miles away. away. Right. Yeah. And nobody, there's the question of cell phones, and always checking on you, wow. no checking in. It's, it's so different. All we had was we, we came home and we went out back and we were playing something in the alley football, baseball, whatever we had, ball, ball, something. The, the cue that my mother said was when my father came down the alley to park in the back, I had literally eh, maybe 10 minutes, enough time for him to go upstairs, change, and there was no <laughs> dinner call. So if you wanted to hang out for another at bat, and you came in late. Food was gone. gone. <laughs> and my mother only cooked once. <laughs> wow. I love it. No backyard, just an alley, huh? Oh, yeah. Well, we had a little yard. Parked a car, and that was it. And oh, a little okay. patio to listen to the Orioles. That's it. <laughs> what's the worst thing you ever did as a kid? Ooh, like, what, what's what's uh, the one thing you I played did the fifth. Just, I uh, played the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> that bad? 
my my sophomore year in high school, I tell you. So we had this we talk about country and city. So yeah. I grew up like literally ten miles from the Baltimore city line, west of the city. Ten miles west of me was country. Okay. It was it was a big rural area. So my buddies and I decided one day to drive our. We're like sixteen, right? I wasn't driving, but we were my buddies' big ass station wagon with the wood paneling. We called it the urban assault vehicle, right? So we decided to go through this guy's cornfield, like Steve McQueen. Right? <laughs> just just two, mowing him down? Two cars. Mowing corn down like it's nobody's business. Oh. Well, in oh, Maryland, wow. you got a front license plate, not just a rear. So long story short, his license plate falls off, tracks him back. Oh, no. We got to go shuck every year of corn we knocked over. Yeah. <laughs> Took us a week and a half. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I oh, believe yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, oh my wow. parents were like, dumbass, you, you're going to do it. So I was playing high school soccer at the time, and thankfully my coach was on his honeymoon. So I never told him, and he found out later, but still. Oh, yeah, it was like I'm out in a cornfield like Farmer Ed for, you know, a week and a half solid. I mean, By yourself? No, it was like like eight of us. Yeah. I got a lot to choose from. Yeah. What, what, what do you want, grade school, high school? <laughs> give, us, give us a grade school. Uh, great I seem school. to remember something about being in class, in the back of class one day. Oh, you told oh, me something. Oh, oh, okay. That's right. So grade school, right? I went to a Catholic school. There's a little coat room in the back, which basically yeah. a wall had a bulletin board on it. And behind it was where everybody hung their coats. They had a little shelf where they put your lunch boxes. Oh, yeah. And you, had, you could go in on either side, right? Well, dismissal comes. We go back there, and we're all, we have to line up for, there's different lines for which way you're walking home from school. If you're, you know, going north, going south, going across the street. So we're standing there, we're all lined up. There's a little guy in my uh, class, his name Bill Keffer, smallest guy in the class. We're standing around. I don't know. I just had this urge. I pick him up. I take his belt loop, and I hook it on one of the brass hooks where you hang your hook. And he's up there swinging his arms like, I'm flying. And everybody's laughing and having a good time until you hear this tink. And he falls right down, smashes his face on, busts his teeth out, his nose is bleeding. Oh, no. And then Sister St. Ursula comes back. What's going on? And every finger in that place pointed at me. And I'm like, oh, everybody was laughing five minutes ago. Now you're pointing fingers at me. It's so all fun and games until somebody they, puts they, an eye out. They dragged me down to the office in front of the tank, Sister William Teresa. The tank. Oh, yeah. And William Teresa? They called my name? mom. They, like, yeah, Sister William Teresa. They called my mom. Started with a male name. <laughs> they called my mom at work. My mom went back to work since, safe, since she thought we were all safe at school. <laughs> and all they tell her is... You need to come get your son because he hung William Keffer in the coat room. My mother, she's like, she had to have somebody drive her to school, right? Because Think she thought I hung somebody. somebody. Yeah, that I hung somebody. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So, yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. that qualifies. So, outside of my old man have to pay yeah. for the dental well, bill. Yeah. That reminds me of a story, too. In the fifth grade, Sister Paul Marie, another nun who would, you know, male first name. We were making fun of his kid, Chris Langlutic. Crispy years, we called him, and he just broke down and cried. Chris, if you're listening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, she comes around a corner, same, same coat room. I think the same architect designed every Catholic school yeah. in Baltimore, right? Oh, yeah, right? Same coat room, and she's like, what's up? Fingers point at me. And she literally lined us up and slapped us across the face as hard as you can. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And she was 85 pounds with wet winter clothes oh, on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I get home, and I didn't tell my parents, because I knew my old man would kick my ass harder than she did. Oh, yeah. But they found out. That was, that's a you good know? one, because, you know, when I was when I was in second grade, that's a good point, because when I was in second grade, I, I was, a, you know, hard to believe I was a troublemaker, but I was, okay? <laughs> Sister Mary Margaret, I was clowning around so bad, she brought me up to the front of the class, 
and she pulled my pants down, not to my underwear, to my bare butt, my, spun me around. Oh, my buck and right down to my buck neckets. Spanked me with a class? Yeah, and spanked wow. me with a yardstick. I'm not what talking about What happened to a teacher today? Yeah. Hey, I'm not yeah. talking about balsam wood. I'm talking about yeah. mahogany. Now, yeah. yardsticks so you know were popular <laughs> back then. Oh, so I go home, and I tell my mom, hey, you know, look at these marks on my butt, you know. Sister Mary Margaret did. My mom's like, well, we're going down there tomorrow. We're talking to Sister Mary Margaret. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so we show up the next morning, get there early. And my mother goes in. She gets the story. And she tells her, hey, I know he's a pain in the ass. But the next time you spank him, keep his pants on. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I can tell you one thing growing up that, that still people to this day don't believe. Uh, and they, they swear I'm, I'm telling it telling a joke with this, but this is completely true. In middle school, which for me growing up was sixth, seventh, and eighth, no, excuse me, seventh, eighth, and ninth yeah. grades. Junior high school is what we Junior high, yeah, seven, junior eight, high. nine. We, the boys, only the boys, we swam in the indoor pool, which was in our high school, naked. <laughs> for, 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 for gym class. It was part of our curriculum for gym class we so swam I'm, I'm gathering your, your junior high had no red flags at all <laughs> <laughs> anywhere around the facility i mean it's like and and growing up never thought anything about it you know we had we had, we had a couple incidents the girls broke it in one day they went down to the observatory for where the underwater observatory where the they could watch well, the diving. What are they going to see? It shrinks they, in the pool. Snap, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and then we did have a female gym teacher come in one day as we were crawling up the ladder to get out of the pool. Kind of did one of these, <laughs> drop back down. <laughs> How old were you when you realized that that was not at all normal? I, you know what? Last not, week, probably right? not until I got into college and told that story. And people were like, oh, my God, are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, that's bizarre, man. That's, that's yeah. a good point, Britt. Like, here's a good question. Like, what What is something from your youth that you didn't realize was 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 something different until you were like an adult and yeah, you were that's, actually that's shocked. It for me. Oh, that's all of it for me. Right? I'll give you a good example for me. And I, oh, I mean, you guys are going to laugh at this, okay? Because when I grew up, we lived in the city, artificial Christmas tree, okay? Real simple. My mom, they put a pole up, not quite like the Festivus, but it was a pole up, <laughs> and it had all these color-coded things, and you just looked at the edge of the little pine thing, yeah. and you red goes to the red hole, blue goes, and we made the tree, and it was like a nice, perfect triangle, right? I, I kid you not, it wasn't until after I was married, and my wife, who's from the country, had to have a had to have a live tree, tree that I had to go cut down, which I'm like, I've never used a saw in my life, but let's go. We bring it in. I asked her, she, you know... <laughs> Where do you trim the tree? Do you trim the tree outside or outside, inside? She said, well, we do it inside. And I'm like, well, aren't you going to get stuff all over the floor? I literally thought yeah. trimming the tree was trimming the tree into a triangle. Right. I'm 20-something years old. Yeah. I mean, literally. I love it. I, love I still it. didn't believe yeah. her. I actually had my neighbor tell me that she was right. And then I was like, oh, okay. We, we never, growing up, we never ate food that was made from scratch. Everything we ate was, was out of a mix, right? So my stepfather worked for Procter & Gamble, which was Duncan Hines cake mixes. Pringles, Crisco, Jif peanut butter, you name it. Folgers coffee, all this stuff. We had, Middle of the store. <laughs> exactly. We Not had the outer. Right. <laughs> we, we had shelves full of, of mix in our house, right? So I would come home. If I wanted to eat brownies, I'd make brownies, right, out of a mix. You add water, put it in the oven or whatever. My wife, on the other hand, everything she had growing up, her mother would bake bread all day on Sunday for the entire family to eat all week. I was like, 
why don't you just go and get it? Now, what's interesting is, is neither one of us ever ate like Wonder Bread because Wonder Bread was a high price stuff, right? right? So she always had fresh baked bread and whatever I had was something, you know, something else. Dale, 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 but yeah. Everything <laughs> I had, I used to tell my wife, I said, you know, some people are Oreos and some people are Hydrox. And she's like, what the hell's a Hydrox? I'm like, it's for people who don't get the Oreos. Yes, it tastes like right? an Oreo. So I grew up eating Hydrox. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. Oreos. Oh, absolutely. Right? And they had a little different taste, but it's the only thing I did. Same, you know? yeah. Hey, my parents liked so. it. I mean, they said the Hydrox was was was, was made by the Oreo. It was made by Oreo. It's an Oreo's <laughs> premium brand. <laughs> That's I right. It. I love That's it. Right. Mine's a bit weird in that at our house it's growing shocking. up, at our house growing up, I mean, <laughs> this is, I, it's we, we went to church every Sunday. I was in college before I realized not everybody went to church every Sunday. <laughs> When I went off to college and others didn't go to church, I didn't realize people didn't do that. I just thought everybody did that. Yeah. I was getting, that was just and part of our growing up is it's Sunday morning. You're going, you, there was no question. You just yeah. did it. I, I, you know, and there are other things, too. Like I used to, when my shoes got wet, sneakers got wet, I put them in the oven, turn the oven on, dry them out. <laughs> my wife's like, what the hell are you doing? It's like, I'm putting my sneakers in the oven. They got wet outside. It's cold out. She's like, get your shoes out of the oven. Like we, you, we yeah, put what would bread taste like? <laughs> I got baked bread in the oven. Like nobody Jesus. bakes bread in the oven. That's real sourdough. <laughs> I mean, I thought I was a remote control until you know high school. I didn't know one existed. My old man right. would say, "Get up and change the channel." Yep. Exactly. Like, well, there, remote control. And there, there were only four of them. You didn't have to change like three hundred of them. You only had four yeah. of them, right? And exactly. it was also the rabbit ears, right? You know, yeah. you're yeah. standing yeah. there, you know, yep. one foot on the hold wall. That, hold that position. Yeah. And Still when more. you got up to change the channel. So one of my sisters invariably took the beanbag chair, which was the only place for the kids to sit in the whole room, was the beanbag chair. You were either that or laying on the floor. So you get up to change the channel. Hey, change the channel. All right, I'll go change the channel. You turn around, somebody's sitting in your chair. Oh, you got to call no steals. What's that? Yeah, you got to no steals. You can't steal my chair. I'm getting up to change the channel, no steals. Well, you know, your, your story about uh, back of the classroom made me think of, you know, getting in trouble stuff. I One year, my buddy and I, I lived on a lake. And uh, we went down. There was a dam that led to the Minnehaha Creek, and it was. Uh, and, and depending on the level of the lake, it would run over, and there was a pen there, and fish would get in there, and they get caught a lot of times. So as kids, you're hanging around the dam, you'd hear these fish get caught. Well, we were down there one day, and these sucker fish. I don't know if they were spawning or what, but literally the pen, which was the pen, was only. A, 12 to 16 inches deep, was full of sucker fish, like to the point where you're like, oh, you could walk through and they would just bump it into your legs. It was the coolest thing. So, of course, my buddy and I go, well, let's let's go get our spears. Let's let's kill. Let's see how many fish we can kill. You had a spear. I mean, you owned a spear. Yeah, yeah. So we go home. Get my basketball. (laughs) They're metal. We go home. We get their spears. And so, you know, you picture this. We're just like, you know, boom, and, you, you know, you hit. Sometimes you miss. You, you know, you, if, when you could hit one, and they'd be live, and we'd be flinging them up on shore over our heads like how this. Long, how long were they? Uh, the fish? Yeah. Or the spears? Yeah, probably 18, you know, 12, wow. 12, 14 inches long. So we're, we're killing sucker fish, just having a blast. And all of a sudden, just we killing turn, around, turn around, and we look, and there's the game warden. <laughs> and was this illegal? Oh, yeah. Well, I guess oh, if you don't have a fishing license, you have a fishing license. He's about to find out. like Sister uh, William. The tank? Mary. William the tank. Daniel. He goes, boys, let's go. Come here. So we come walking out of the pen, 
and he comes over and he unfolds. You remember those little camping shovels with the sh- with oh, the yeah. spade that was about three yeah, inches yeah. wide, maybe six inches wide. He hands us two spade shovels and he goes, start digging. You're going to bury every single one of those fish. Because he knew we were going to just take off. And if you don't believe me, ask Huckster about that cornfield in Baltimore. Oh, I I mean, it took me years to eat corn. That's the other thing. Years. (laughs) Can't you that story? Exactly. I mean, so we sat there digging that stupid hole. Burying fish. Did you say a prayer? Like a little service? (laughs) He was a good sucker fish. He did his job. (laughs) So you actually had a spear to spear fish, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like is frog. that a normal thing to spear fish? Yeah, they're spear fishing. Sure, kind of like frog gigging down here, right? <laughs> Catfish noodling. Yeah. Okay, back to where things we didn't learn till we were adult. I didn't realize people went spear fishing until about two minutes ago. <laughs> Not in Minnesota. Not in Minnesota. We also, here's another interesting story. Sorry, my brother was really into turtles. That was his big deal. Was turtles. He, my brother was really into reptiles stuff. We had a pet snake growing yeah. up. Gators. Python. Any elk pet? We gator? had a reticulated python. Her name was Nina. She was 18 inches long when we got her. We sold her at 14 feet. Kid you not. Where do you keep a 14-foot well, python? In a, in a glassed-in cage, you know, box, you know, plywood cage with a glass front. And we would feed her every, you know, once a month. Like and what, it, a dog? We called, it the thrill of, <laughs> we called it the thrill of the kill because, you know, she started out on little baby mice, and, and then it went up to real mice and then rats. And when it got to baby rabbits, my mom's like, that's it. You got to get rid of Nina. She's got to go. But I could take her on bike rides when she was smaller, and she would just kind of wheel around me, and I'd take her on bike rides and stuff. She was docile when she wasn't eating. But the problem was, you think of what your back of your hand looks like when you're holding a mouse up and you open the cage. Oh, you she'd got a like giant hit mouse. you sometimes, <laughs> yeah. and she'd hit your hand. Then she realized quickly what it was. Now, pythons are constrictors, so they right. would wrapped to squeeze it to death they don't they're not poisonous they don't have teeth or anything but right anyhow that was one of our but my brother was big in reptiles and he used to catch snapping turtles oh. big ones and we'd eat them what? yeah how, do you, the how do you cook turtle. a turtle well you you gotta first this all right this do we really want to go here the first <laughs> thing is i'm sort of thinking whether or not i do or not <laughs> the first thing is you i can't speak for anybody else but i'm learning something okay <laughs> put a noose around their neck a leather, and you'd pull it out. You'd have to get as long as you could, and you would, sorry, chop the, head gross, chop the head off. And then that, the cool thing for us as kids is the turtle would walk around the backyard with no head on. Now that really? Was, that was kind of a cool thing. I wish that would have been a great video. Do you have any friends when you're really friends? <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, I'm not going on with the animals, animals there. The vision of that kid in Toy Story that was next door yeah, yeah, had been yeah. blowing up all Sid, the dolls. You had Sid. to Sid. cut <laughs> the shell away. You would cut the shell away. Which has got to be difficult because that and thing's hard. And then you dried the shell out because you wanted to keep the shell. That was You've seen these things like in, you know. What's the no, purpose? I haven't. What's the purpose <laughs> of a dried shell? I say I'm allergic well, to cats, cool. and so people think I'm cruel. I mean, they were this big. They look like half of a basketball. And let me they guess. Cool. Let me guess. It tastes like chicken, right? It does <laughs> taste like chicken. Everything <laughs> tastes like chicken. You make turtle soup. I'll, I'll bet you have neighbors. Not making any of this up. I'll bet you had neighbors, and those neighbors' moms said, "There is no way in hell you're going down to that house and climbing all that. There is no way you're going down to that house." That weird Kinnear kid who rides around with a snake around Snapper, his neck. Snapping turtles. <laughs> It'll hurt you, man. You get your finger. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Nobody will. will help put her on your finger. But anyway. So to this day, you have no problem handling a snake. You know, I've, I've gotten where I'm not like I was back then. I mean, I'll, I'll do it, I guess, but I'm not looking to do it today. Okay. Yeah. No. I don't, I'm like, not a snake fan myself. Kind of grew out of that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, wow. Sorry. <laughs> I digress. No. That's <laughs> The, 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 you know, the gist of this show is to learn something new, right? We, we, need to, we, need to, we need to enlighten our audience of something new and mission accomplished. <laughs> mission accomplished. Anything else on the agenda? No, I, th- I think that's all we one, got. One more question. Yeah. What do you put in the soup with the turtle? Oh, a little vegetables, a little chicken stock. It ain't uh, helping. It's not helping at all. No. No. I'm telling you, it was good. It was really good. Snappy, so how long would you hang on to the shell turtles. for, like, years later? Oh, say, yeah. And would you do it, anything it on it? It would get stinky if you didn't dry it out properly. You'd end up having to throw it out. But it, there was a way to do it so you could kind of petrify it so it would, you know, get rid of the smell and the skunk and, you know, the stink to it. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Put a little I'm varnish thinking about on the it. Flintstones right now, man. All of a sudden, it's just Flintstones. Eating turtle soup out of the turtle shell, you know, <laughs> using everything that's available to you from nature, not wasting a thing, man. Wasn't Amazing. a turtle shell Wilma's bikini top? <laughs> or those clamshells? I think you're right. I actually think you're right. Well, it begs a question again. It does. Would you, would you rather work for Slate? Gravel Company or Spacely Space Rockets. Oh, Spacely Space Rockets. You know what? Yeah, Rockets. Right. Here's what I know is that Fred and Barney always got off at the same time. Yeah, but dab a do, right? Yeah, very yeah. Time to yeah, slide I worked there because the horn blows. I'm out of there. Yeah, uh, Sprockets is probably much more work from home, yeah. remote, probably your evenings running the day. I mean, a lot of really bright people. But, yeah, George was I mean, pretty high strung, man. Fred, Fred was a little, he was a little looser. <laughs> but what well, we could have added to, to Ginger Marianne, Betty, or Wilma. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, well, Betty. I think uh, Betty. I think for I the think same Betty. reason. Yeah, yeah, I think for the same I reason. I got Betty. Man. First of all, yeah. who wants to compete with Fred? I mean, right. <laughs> I was a ginger. That's right. <laughs> all right. I know we've entered the, the zone of useless information now. <laughs> this show went off the track oh, so this, far along. We're in the ditch over the hill. Yeah, right, somebody's back there. That now. was the one and only lunchbox I ever had. It was a Flintstone lunchbox. Oh, I, I used to, I used to take one. Flintstone's vitamins, man. Oh, yeah. I loved them. Oh, yeah. Hey, I got a this, this or that in, in honor of my man, Huck. Sanford, son, oh. or the Jeffersons? Oh, Fred oh, G. Sanford. Oh, oh, yeah. Fred G. Fred G. Sanford, <laughs> without a doubt. Oh, yeah. Lamont, <laughs> you big dummy. <laughs> that was my name. you, John? Dave, yeah, I, yep. I think I'd have to go Sanford for Sanford, sure. Sanford, uh, yeah. unanimous yeah. one? Oh, by yeah. far. Oh, I, I, saw, I, I tuned in the other night. That I, the three-part one where he goes to Hawaii. And they they have him. Uh, Freddie G. To, yeah, they try to set him up to steal to bring the diamonds back. To oh, the that's a good one. Oh, yeah. that's three parts. Yeah, yeah. Julio just passed away. Yeah, I know. I saw him. Yeah, I tell you, man, all the great shows are all you know they're all they're all dying off. I guess we're showing our age. Who was it? Ann, Ann Esther. Ann Esther. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, and Woodrow. Woodrow. And Woodrow. <laughs> that show was classic. It was just funny to me. It was yeah, just yeah. hilarious. It was absolutely funny. All right, you guys got any more? Johnny, you ready to take us home? I'm ready to take you home. But, you know, you can listen to Three Beers In. Remember, that starts with the number three. Don't spell it out. So Three Beers In One, right? Listen yep. on your favorite podcast, Spotify, Apple, you know, wherever your favorite places to find these. And uh, I think it's on Twitter. What's Greg, what's, uh, excuse me, uh, Pope, what's our Twitter handle? That's it. The three, number three, yeah. beers oh. in one, the number one. That yeah. was just too easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The at sign in front of it. I think we're up to, like I said earlier, thousands of followers now. Oh, yeah. No, I don't know. I think it's like 40, 46 or something. Yeah, if, you're not, if you're not on it, you're well, I've, got a, I've got a niece getting married in a few weeks. So we'll add one. There we go. There. Her husband. 
How about your niece? Is she on already? Well, I assume she is. Okay. I mean, I assume okay. everybody related to me is on, but as they grow their families, I expect them to add them on at the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's part of the simple. Cake. Yeah. It's a plus one. Well, well, for all the fools on April Fool's Day, uh, and from all of us here at the Tap Room, my man, the Pope, Huck, Calendar Mike, mm. I prefer hip to be squared. <laughs> as your nickname. The spotter. Brit, Brit with a B. The spotter. I'm the voice wherever you are. Take good care of each other out there and uh, stay classy. San Diego and Charlotte. Go and O's. Everywhere. Go O's. And cut. You've been listening to Three Beers In. Like what you heard? Subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever questionable podcasts can be found. For Three Beers In, this is your bartender. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.